Welcome to the Dr. Francis Miles podcast. Dr. Miles will share prophetic words, insights, and revelation about some of the toughest topics in the Bible. Dr. Miles also has a healing ministry, birthed out of his own powerful encounter with Jesus Christ, and has seen many set free through his crusades and meetings. Tune into today's episode and be blessed by a fresh take from this anointed minister of the gospel. Today we're going to be talking about defining the order of Melchizedek. Defining this order of Melchizedek. What is this order called the order of Melchizedek? This is what we're going to be dealing with. Because if you, don't, if you cannot define something, it's difficult to quantify it. And once you cannot quantify it, it's very difficult to begin to see its application in your present day life. Remember the Bible tells us in the book of Ecclesiastes, Chapter 3 and verse 15, what he said, For we know whatever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be added to it. Nothing can be taken away from it. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the order of Melchizedek was designed by God. That means you cannot erase it. You cannot wish it away. You just got to understand it so you can animate what it, what it means to be a priest of God in that dimension, in that order of Melchizedek. Amen. So as a foundation of scripture, we're going to read the book of Hebrews chapter 7. But I'm going to give you definitions that are beyond the, what we are reading here. But they are all biblical definitions of the order of Melchizedek. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 7, reading really from verse 1 to 3, it says, For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abram returning from the sword of the kings, and he blessed him. To whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, first being translated the king of righteousness, then also king of Salem, meaning the king of peace. He was without mother, without father, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days or end of life, but made like the Son of God, he remains a priest continually. I'm so glad he said he remains. That means the Melchizedek priesthood is still available to us today because he remains a priest unto God forever. Praise God. Hallelujah. That, that, that in itself proves that Melchizedek is really the Lord Jesus Christ because if he remains, then it means if he was not the Lord Jesus, it would mean there's another priest in heaven, there's another high priest in heaven that we have to follow who lives forever just like Jesus. That would be confusion. That would create division in the economy of God and God does not work against himself. The fact that he remains forever a priest uh, like unto the Son of God, it means it is Yeshua, Jesus. Praise God. But I want to deal with the definition. Let's define this order of Melchizedek. And I'm going to give you what has developed uh, as one of some of my favorite definitions of the order of Melchizedek that I've developed over the years of teaching now close to 6,000 students that have graduated live in schools around the world of the order of Melchizedek. Praise the Lord. So I have a huge alumni, alumni a crowd all over the world and in at least four continents of the world who have taken the course. By the way, I also offer a live e-course. I, I offer a dynamic, life-changing 
a course of the order of Melchizedek. You can become a student, not by coming to life classes, but by going online and doing it at your own time. It is dynamic. The videos were well done. They are followed by multiple choice quizzes. You've got a student manual. You got the, an ebook of the order of Melchizedek. There's a lot that comes with it. You go to Francis Mouse Academy. Dot com Francis Mouse Academy dot com and you can become one of my graduates online and I can certify you that way and you can become a powerful uh, teacher understanding the order of Melchizedek and helping people around you praise the Lord so what is the order of Melchizedek well we'll begin with the obvious that I that I mentioned by the writer of the book of Hebrews because you must understand in the break there is a meaning behind every name. In the Hebraic, if you want to know something and what it does, its hired, its function, its dominion, you need to understand its name. Because the name, the no, the, whatever it was, would be found in the nomenclature of its name. So its name will tell you what it is. That's why names are very important in the Hebraic culture. So the name Melchizedek, the, 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 the name Melchizedek, or the meaning of what it is, is found in first defining the name. The name Melchizedek is made up of two words, Meleki and Zedek. Meleki and Zedek. And Meleki literally means king in the Hebrew. It is king, a royalty. Then the Zedek has to do with righteousness. Now in the Hebrew, whenever you have Melchizedek or Melchizedek, with that I, if, if the I is there, it's king of righteousness. If the E is there, it's plural in the Hebrew, Melchizedek, Melchizedek, it becomes a confession, my king of righteousness. Now you internalize it. Uh, in the first construct, Melchizedek, it's him. He, you, are saying king of, he's, you are saying king of righteousness. When you say Melchizedek, you are saying my king of righteousness. This is why I love the, the terminology, the order of Melchizedek, because it means it's the order of my king of righteousness. Praise God. So, the, so that is the first definition of Melchizedek. It is the, a dimension of, of, of priestly ministry controlled by a, by a king who governs an entire realm of righteousness. That is powerful. So the definition tells us the number one condition, the order of Melchizedek, leaves the imprint of the order of Melchizedek upon every believer who's under this dimension is righteousness. You can't be a sinner. You cannot be living in sin, enjoying sin, and be of the order of Melchizedek. You are misrepresenting God. You are a carnal believer living like the devil in the kingdom. At worst, you're not even born again. Because the imprint of this priesthood, or anybody who's part of this priesthood, is God puts inside of them a supernatural passion for righteousness. Why? It is the essence. It is carried in the title of a high priest. Melchizedek means my king of righteousness. God wants you to come to a place where you can tell everybody, you know, the reason I'm righteous is because my king makes me righteous. That is the order of Melchizedek. That is my first definition. But you see, Melchizedek was not just Melchizedek. It was also Melchizedek. So actually in the Hebrew, in the book of Genesis, it actually gives them two names, not one. In most English Bibles, they end with one word. Melchizedek brought bread and wine. Not the Hebrew Bible. The Hebrew Bible actually says Melchizedek, Melchizedek. Because the Hebrew understood there are two titles to describe different 
aspects of his entity or his divinity. King of righteousness is one element of it. Melchizedek is king of peace. King of your shalom. In other words, if you have peace, the only reason you have peace is not because your bills have been paid on time, not because you have a great job. You have peace because he is living in you and is distributing into your soul the condition known as peace. So he's Melchizedek, and the, the writer of the book of Hebrews brings that Hebraic understanding because he talks about both constructs of his name, king of righteousness and also king of Shalem, meaning king of peace. That is very powerful. You see, you and I are righteous, you and I are peaceful, but none of us are kings of righteousness. None of us are kings of peace. So to be a king of righteousness, righteousness has, has serious implications. To be a king of righteousness means that the entire domain of righteousness comes out of you. You produce the condition known as righteousness. You cannot do that unless you're divine. You can't do that. No human being on planet earth could be the king of righteousness. Not even Adam in his innocence before he fell could be known as the king of righteousness. Why? Because the condition of righteousness, if, you know, he was born into it. He was created into it. He did, not, he did not design it by himself. So that condition of righteousness comes directly out of God. But also king of peace. To be a king of peace also means that the condition of peace, the very essence of what peace is about, comes out of you. That's why the Bible uses the word of to denote parentage. See, in the English language, the, the word of is a word that is used in the, in the syntax of English language to denote parentage. Francis, son of Miles, means Francis comes out of Miles. You know, Francis, you know, uh, of Lopez. It means Francis comes out of Lopez. So the parentage is constructed by the, by the use of the word of. So the king of righteousness means he parents righteousness. He produces the condition of righteousness. That's why to Jesus you can come as you are, dirty, rotten, full of sin, full of devils. If you simply come to him, like the songwriter says, come as you are, he will transform you. He will make you righteous. He will make you as clean as a whistle, to use that metaphor. That's what happened to me at Maranatha, Assemblies of Goy, under the tutelage of the late great Bishop Sky Banda, as he preached the gospel. I mean, he preached like T.D. Jacks before there was T.D. Jacks. Man, I was moved by the power of the Holy Ghost, and I gave my life to Christ. I was rotten. I was into pornography. I was into all kind of crazy stuff. And I got delivered like that. Righteousness came into my soul. I began to, 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 to desire the righteous, the righteous things of God, everything that was not right. I didn't want to do anything with it. I desired to do what was right. That's what righteousness is. Righteousness is a desire for you to do what is right at all times. I began to have that desire. Things I used to like, I didn't like no more. I just wanted to write by God because I had met my Melchizedek, Yeshua Jesus, my King of Righteousness. So I believe even right now, no matter what you've done, if you just repent and come to Jesus, He will transform you and make you right. So we say that the word Melchizedek literally means in Aramaic, King of Righteousness 
or my king of righteousness. It actually correlates to uh, second, uh, Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, that says, He has made him to be seen who did not know sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. My friend, that's exactly what happens in salvation. He makes him sin who did not know sin, that you might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Right now, I'm sensing there's somebody right now, you walked away from God, but God wants to touch you in Jesus' mighty name. And there are some of you watching me, you've never given your life to Christ, but your life is not working. It's not working because you need Jesus in your life right now. Pray this prayer after me and I get back to my teaching. Say, Heavenly Father, I realize Jesus died on the cross to make me righteous so that the power of sin can be destroyed over my life. Lord, I'm tired of running away from you. Now I'm running into your hands. I, I surrender my life to Jesus Christ who paid the price by his blood for my transformation. Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Change me and make me a child of God. If you have prayed that prayer, you have been sanctified, cleansed by the blood of Jesus. You are now a child of God and you are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Praise God. Now, the second embassy of the, of the, of the meaning uh, the, uh, of Melchizedek's name allows us to define the order of Melchizedek is he was known as Melchizedek. Melchizedek is king of peace or king of shalom. You know, I was very blessed when I was talking to a rabbi who taught me something that blew my mind. I will never forget as long as I live. He said to me, he said, do you know, do you realize that in the Hebraic understanding, the word shalom not only means nothing broken, nothing missing, nothing broken. It means that, but it also means to be delivered from the principle that addicts you to chaos. Man, when I heard that, I began to scream and shout. Because I'm a man of principle. I, I understand principles change people's lives. He said to me, it means to be delivered from the principle that addicts you to chaos. So when you come under the order of Melchizedek, for instance, since, since part of the administration of the priesthood of Melchizedek is to bring shalom into your life. One of the ways God brings shalom to people in the order of Melchizedek, as we begin to function under this priesthood of Jesus, he begins to deliver us from every principle, every principle that has addicted us to chaos. The drama begins to live because your addiction to drama is removed. Is removed. You're not attracted to it anymore. So I'm praying for God right now that God will deliver you from the principle in your soul that addicts you to chaos. You can't have, you can't have peace. Some of you can't, even, can't have peace because your nature is such a nature addicted to drama. Even when there is shalom in your life, you are going to mess it up. You are going to find something to do that will get everybody riled up just for you to feel good about yourself. Because peacefulness, tranquility, every day of the, every single of the day is not normal to you. Drama is what you find normal, you know. But I will believe as we come under this order of Melchizedek, that God is going to shalom us. He's going to deliver us from every principle that addicts us to chaos in finances, in our relationship, in our marriages, in our human interaction with people. God is going to move out, out of our life that demonic principle that has been addicting us to chaos. Praise God. But it also means nothing missing, nothing broken. Praise God. As you allow God to shalom you, under the order of Melchizedek, I have seen God begin to restore things in my life that I thought would never return back to my life. 
but in a time of peace, restful peace, restful, 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 peaceful rest, God began to release uh, 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 mantles or anointings or things I thought I had lost in moments of drama, and God began to restore what I thought I had lost. So the order of Melchizedek is a priesthood that administrates the dispensation of peace in people's lives. So when anytime you have peace, anytime you're experiencing the peace of God, just understand that's the influence of the order of Melchizedek by the Holy Spirit working over your heart. Because that is the number one feature of the high priest of this order of Melchizedek is that he is the king of shalom, he is the king of peace. Praise God. So whatever there's been drama in your life, I prophesy the shalom of God. Another, one of my favorite uh, definitions of the order of Melchizedek, that the Lord himself gave me this. One time I, as I was working on the different definitions, preparing for the school, on the order of Melchizedek, the Lord said to me, Francis, there's another way to look at the order of Melchizedek to help people understand it. And I said, Lord, how? He says, the order, of, he, he, he said to me, he says, is the order of Melchizedek is literally me as Jesus walking in the flesh among earthlings. So the order of Melchizedek is Jesus walking in the flesh among earthlings. Literally everything Jesus did, he was a physical and physical and noble demonstration of the eternal priesthood of God called the order of Melchizedek. Because remember, Jesus was not a Levi because he was not born by the tribe, from the tribe of Levi. So everything he did, priestly speaking, when he forgave sin, when he laid hands, when he broke bread, that's the work of a priest. He did it in the order of Melchizedek because he could not legally do it as a Levi because he was not from the tribe of Levi. So the order of Melchizedek is Jesus walking day by day among us earthlings. Everything he did was the order of Melchizedek walking, operating through the, a human vessel. When Jesus allowed women to participate in the ministry, where that, which never used to happen because in the rabbinical tradition, women were supposed to bear, be mothers, take care of the children and stay home. They were supposed to be in the, in the council of the wise, breaking, bread of, breaking the bread of the word of God. But when Jesus comes to the table, he understands their misunderstanding, misapplying the role of women in the Bible. So what does he do? He brings Susanna. He brings Mary of Mag. I mean, Jesus had more women involved in his ministry, intimately involved in ministry, and that which was run, than all the rabbis in Israel combined. That's why they did not think he was a proper rabbi, because what rabbi, white rabbi in rabbinical tradition, gives women that kind of power Jesus was giving these women in his ministry? Well, you see, he was not Levi, he was Melchizedek. And he was trying to show us how, what you are seeing me do, that is what the priesthood of Melchizedek is going to do in the body of Christ. It's going to destroy the sexism and allow women to rise up in the priesthood of God and begin to take their rightful place by the Savior, functioning in the kingdom as co-heirs and joint heirs with Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the order of Melchizedek is Jesus Christ putting on flesh and walking among us. I hope you can visualize that Jesus putting on flesh and walking among us. Everything he did as a man, he did it under the order of Melchizedek because that is the only priesthood that was available to Yeshua Jesus. That changes how you see the Bible. It changes how you see the story of the Bible. 
as this is moving around, is moving in that order of Melchizedek. And just like Abraham, just like uh, uh, Melchizedek saved Abraham bread and wine, if you remember in the book of Genesis chapter 14, Abraham was served communion by Melchizedek who brought to the table bread and wine. Do you know that Jesus on his way to the cross broke bread? He brought bread to the table again. As a prophetic signature, a prophetic signature to the disciples, let them know, hello, I am here. I am the same Melchizedek who gave Abraham, your father, uh, the bread and the wine. I introduced him to the kingdom lifestyle through the meal of the communion. Well, I'm about to do the same thing for you before I go to the cross. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Man, I tell you, when I began to understand that the order of Melchizedek is Jesus walking among earthlings, I began to take for seriously everything Jesus did on earth. I saw the order of Melchizedek in motion. How that order matured would look like in the human vessel. I saw it in the face of Yeshua, Jesus Praise God. Now, why am I spending time on defining the order of Melchizedek? Because you can't walk in something you cannot define. I want you to define it. Most importantly, understand that the Lord Jesus is intimately connected, tied to this unveiling priesthood of Melchizedek because it revolves around him. People have asked me, that, are you not afraid that your emphasis on Melchizedek might make people look away from Jesus? And the Holy Spirit said to me very quickly, how can they look away from Jesus when Jesus is Melchizedek? He is the one we are talking about. To the contrary, people have told me who have come to my school that going through my school was the best thing that they ever did because it made them fall in love with Jesus like never before because they saw a facet of Jesus they had never seen before because of, of the revelation on the priesthood of Melchizedek. So who's, who, what is the order of Melchizedek again? The order of Melchizedek is a dimension ruled by a king, is a realm of reality run, run by a king of righteousness. Uh, the order of Melchizedek is Jesus walking am among earthlings. It's Jesus walking among earthlings. earthlings. It is Jesus um, administrating a dispensation of peace like never before that cannot be explained by human understanding. All those elements, they connive, they come together, and they begin to give you a grasp of an understanding of why you as a believer, as a child of God, needs to understand. Desperately so, right now, the priestly ministry of Melchizedek. Understand the order of Melchizedek. Praise God. Saints, thank you so much for joining us. I'll see you on the next broadcast. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can stay up to date with what we're doing at francismiles.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for spending your time with us. May God bless you today and always.